The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them, Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all of his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat, but here am I, dying of hunger. I shall get up and go to my father and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. He said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and earth. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father quickly ordered his servants, Bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and he has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son, who had been out in the field, and on his way back as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked him what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry. And when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf? He said to him, my son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord.
Well, if you know me at all, you know that this is my favorite gospel and I have a ministry called the Prodigal Father because of the love that the Father has for both of his sons. The word prodigal really means to lavish, just to, to recklessly give your resources. And what we see here is the Father is the one that, that lavishes both his sons. He lavishes the younger one when he comes back, but the whole life of the older son, he's been lavishing his son with grace. But what I want to talk about uh, is another title that I heard from a, recent, uh, a good friend of mine who's a priest, and he said, this, is, this could also be called the parable of the good father and two lousy sons, right? And some people really are kind of shocked by that, and some people will say, but the older son was perfect, right? He didn't do anything wrong. And the truth is, if we read this parable right, neither son was perfect. Who's the only perfect son? Jesus, right? He's the perfect son, and he came so that he could bring all of us sinners into the kingdom of God. So I'll talk about the little son, both of the sons for a little bit and how we know that they're imperfect and, and maybe the love that God is calling us to this season of Lent. So Lent is a time when we repent, and as we say on Ash Wednesday, we turn away from sin and are faithful to the gospel. So what I want to focus in is how each brother turned away from God even though one of them seems like he was perfect. Well, the younger brother's obvious, right? He takes all of his inheritance, he goes off, he squanders it, uh, goes with prostitutes, does everything abominable, and it's gone. And he finds himself in dire need. And some people will say, well, he's only coming back because he needs the Father. Well, that's true for all of us, right? We, we go to the Father because we need him. And when the son comes back, he expects the Father to treat him like a servant. So he comes back and he says, God, my father, I have sinned against heaven and against you, and I no longer deserve to be called your son. He's admitting it straight out that he's a sinner, and he no longer deserves to be called his son. What does the father do? He lavishes him with his grace. He puts the finest robe on him, a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet, celebrates and rejoices because his son, who has been gone, is home again. Now, many of us Catholics that go to Mass regularly on Sundays might associate ourselves with the older brother, right? Because we do everything right and we cannot stand um, our, our siblings or people that are away from the faith and think that they can come whenever they want. Well, the reality is God loves us in that too. So here's how the older brother gets it wrong. He's out in the field working. So notice, he's not actually with the Father. He's out in the field and when he comes back, he says to the father, all these years, I have slaved for you. If you think about it, that's not really what God the Father wants to be with us. He doesn't want to have us for his slaves. He doesn't want us just doing what we're supposed to do and then resenting it. He wants us to share in his life. And so he says to him, my son, you've been with me all this time. Everything I have is yours. And so the same is true for all of us. If, if you've been in the faith from the time that you were born until now, we've been so blessed to share every Sunday we get to be with God. But sometimes we get resentful. And when we're resentful, we turn ourselves away from God. And so we hear the resent, like seething out of this older brother. And he says, look, all these years I served you and not once did I disobey your orders, but you never even gave a young goat to feast on with my friends. Then he goes on to describe his brother, and he says, with resent, when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him, you slaughter the fattened calf. 
I just want us to think for a moment of Christ. Would he ever speak that way about any of his children? Would he ever be resentful about somebody coming back? And so the reality is that we are all sinners. All of us have failed. All of us have not lived up to the people that we're supposed to be. And there's two ways we usually deal with that. One way is to repent and to say, God, I'm really sorry. And the other way is to act in denial and say, I've never done anything wrong. And so right now in this season of Lent, we realize that God the Father is the good one. It's the parable of the good father and two lousy sons. Because in some ways, and always, we haven't been Christ. We haven't been the people that we've been called to be. So I just invite you in your heart right now, I'll give you a few moments after the homily just to meditate on which son do you relate with the most? Do you relate as being the prodigal son that is back now after squandering? Or do you relate more with the older brother who's resentful and angry and demanding? The wonderful thing is, God the Father loves both of them. Neither one of them is perfect. Neither one has lived the, the life according to what he's wanted for them. But he loves them perfectly. And for each and every one of us, he loves us perfectly. But the invitation is there to come back to him. And so right now, we have that invitation to come to him now and to celebrate in this banquet of life. So take a moment now just to call to mind any sin that we may be experiencing and the love, the absolute love that God the Father has for you.